This episode is dedicated to Haley's furry friend and crafting companion, Simon the Cat. He was a regular visitor on the podcast, and we will all miss him. You're listening to the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. We are very serious crafters, and we craft very serious crafts. Very serious. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Molly from Wild Olive. And I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors. And I'm Heidi from Hands Occupied. Today we'll be talking about what we're thankful for and interesting projects that we're all managing to make not for work. Yay! That's always novel. As <laughs> <laughs> I say, when does that happen? I don't know. Go figure. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah, I... I I feel like we're in an alternate universe of some sort, and we are like uh, Bizarro, Haley, 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 <laughs> <There it is. laughs> Haley, Heidi, and Molly. <laughs> now I know how my mother feels when she's trying to talk about me or my cousin Heidi. There you go. Um, or anyway. Molly, how she feels. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> well, that's true. Mo- Molly did call us Haley already. Exactly. <laughs> See, it's so natural. It is. It works. <laughs> it really is, if you think about it, a combination of all three of our names. Because uh, I get to That's be the, the E at the end along with you, Haley. So, yeah. I mean, we could add an M apostrophe at the end and have it be Mahaley, <laughs> which I kind of like. I, I kind of do. It, it seems like, I think it's a greeting. Like, it, in... In language that does not exist. Yeah. Like, that is what you say huh. when you greet someone at, like, a mountaintop. Like, Mahaili. <laughs> it's, it's a little, it's oh a little like Lahayam, but not quite. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why it sounds yeah. so, so correct. Yeah. I, I think that's exactly it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, so I guess it could be a toast. It could be. That's how we toast things on the if podcast. We, ever- we actually did just reach six months of podcasting so i'd like to toast with a mahaili (laughs) mahaili (laughs) this is so weird yeah (laughs) i mean yup yeah but also sort of normal for us so there it is uh yeah it's how we do (laughs) (laughs) uh but in in recent like work crafting news I have been doing a fair amount of crochet mm-hmm. lately and it has been super slow for me because I've been working on really advanced techniques that have eluded me like counting <laughs> for some reason <laughs> I've not been able to count these stupid stitches and I've been doing really like normal things and it's just not working like I spent an hour the other night trying to do a very basic stitch that was just a variation of what I had been doing and I just couldn't figure it out so (laughs) there's that (laughs) were you getting like the beginner wavy edges and all of that excitement I I wasn't even I couldn't even get that far I was like I was foundation (laughs) chain stuck and then I was working on a different pattern and I was making um shells and putting in too many treble crochets and just I was just all over the place but counting was in fact the common hmm. thread there or yarn uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah I have been doing 
a huge amount of fabric shopping recently. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I have not been failing at basic crochet. Uh, I have actually been winning at basic crochet, which is a thing that I have not picked up in a while because I'm working on a project that that has been abandoned in my unfinished objects bin for... I, I don't know. Yay for picking time. that up. <laughs> yeah. And I've also been buying all of the fabric in the past week because, well, Molly, you came into town <laughs> and we had to go to the fabric and yarn stores. Of course. And then a friend of mine came in for my book release party and we hit Mood Designer Fabrics, um, which is one of my local fabric stores, which is a weird thing to say about, like, (laughs) a tourist destination fabric (laughs) store. Um, But I had sort of forgotten just how much stuff was there. So Yeah, it's pretty epic there. (laughs) So that has been a thing. Yeah. And I, uh, on a a sad note, um, I feel like I should let you guys and also the listeners who, who have been following us on social media and and listening through um, who are familiar with my Simon Cat, who is my f- most favorite creature in the universe. Um, he passed away yesterday. And I'm having a little bit of a rough day. Yeah. But... But it's really nice to be able to also to also talk to you guys and think about crafts and just be out of that headspace yeah. a little yeah. bit. And so so that's a thing. Uh, yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. So Heidi, what's going on with you? Just <laughs> on that note. Here Heidi, super follow authentic. that. <laughs> um well now I just feel like a bully for what I'm about to say. <laughs> I might have mobbed you guys. No! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, I, I feel the, the trauma coming back. Uh, I know, I don't, I, I shouldn't have talked about this. <laughs> and I think I was just shouting and just peaked all the audio on my track. Sorry, everyone. Um, I mean, it, it's a terrifying thing. Um, a, a moth thing. Yeah. Is. Uh, oh, no. So, so what's going on? What uh, What are um, the signs you're seeing? Moths. You're seeing moths. Uh, well, so what had happened? <laughs> oh, no. Um, well, what has happened so far? Because I am paralyzed with... Um, well, I've also been a little bit sick this week. And uh, just dealing with life has been a challenge. Yeah. Um, everybody's had a bit of a week. I think yeah. Haley, Haley wins that, that award. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do not the, want that award. I refuse it. <laughs> fine. Um, but yeah, a few days ago, before the last 24 hours have happened, um, I look at the hormone-based moth trap that I had put in my um, studio space in my house, and I put it up like a good, very serious crafter at Haley's suggestion. And the other day, I'm like grabbing my needles that are near where I have it hanging. And Uh-oh. I was like, oh, there are four 
moth bodies in here, and they look like the small ones. No, no, no. <laughs> so I immediately, I immediately text Haley um, a picture and the word help. <laughs> <laughs> and in all fairness, it's entirely possible that they're pantry moths. I can't, I can't be sure, but, but they, they might be. That's the, I don't know. <laughs> that's the delusion I'm laboring under. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't labor under that delusion for too long, you know, right. just in case. I mean, I look, so there is, um, I did a, a pattern with some lopi yarn I brought back from Iceland. I did a bulky lopi um, tote, like a purse. Yeah. And so that's 100% wool, and it's laying on the table next to where this trap is. I examined that really closely. I don't see signs of eggs or holes on that. Um, and then I checked the other bug traps that we have just for, like, fruit flies and stuff. Yeah. And I don't see any on that one, but that one's not a moth trap specifically. Um, I'm hoping it's nothing, but this weekend's project will be, um, <laughs> facing the music. The moth yeah. music. Yeah, and I mean, unfortunately, the thing you've got sitting on the table isn't where they go. Yeah. Uh, they, they like to be in dark things in folds. And, I mean, the only time I ever really found them on something that was sitting out... Mm-hmm. Is and ugh, this is kind of gross and kind of embarrassing um, a, a, as a housekeeper. Um, but I was, I had an in progress quilt that was sitting on my work table that, um, that my Simon cat had decided was not like the other things and therefore he would sit on it. And it, it was a personal project, and so it was a thing that I moved out of the way. To work on actual deadline stuff, um, and this was this was during the mothing that that we have that we have heard about in previous episodes, um, and that was the only thing that was sitting out where I found something, and it was on the inside, folded over where there was cat hair. So, so I mean. Just to inject a little unfortunate reality, it isn't that I think you necessarily have, like, for real have a problem, <laughs> because you, like, if you are catching it very early, mm-hmm. because you put out hormone traps, which is the thing to do, it's the right thing, um, then it is very likely that even if you have a skein that was compromised you've got an isolated issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing I'm terrified of opening are the three 20-gallon Rubbermaid tubs where I have all my samples stored. I have I keep cedar in there, like cedar wood, but that's what I'm really scared of opening. Honestly, if they're sealed, um, unless you had a compromised, like unless you were knitting with a compromised skein and you probably would have noticed. Yeah. Um, those are probably not the things you need to worry about. That is not what I'm worried about in like in my area. That's like the stuff that is considered pretty safe. Okay. 
So fingers crossed. Yes, also, fingers crossed. I also have a mental image. This is I wish I could draw because I have this mental image of me like knitting with like little bugs flying <laughs> around <laughs> as I turn my work. Maybe I need to draw a tiny cranky Heidi <laughs> instead of a tiny cranky Haley. Well, okay, this episode comes out the week of Thanksgiving. Happy early Thanksgiving, everyone. So, um, Molly, what are what are you thankful for? That'll be the positive okay. positivity we have today. So, um, a, a thing that I probably have said this to death, although I don't think I've said it on the podcast. Certainly, I've shared it elsewhere around the internet. Um, a thing that I'm thankful for is a lesson that my mother taught me very early on. But, I mean, okay, she started trying to teach me very early on, but it probably took at least 20 years before I understood this, um, is that the process <laughs> is more important than the product. Uh, she taught me this lesson by getting rid of things that I made all along the way, like, you know, hey, mom, where's that picture that I did a couple of weeks ago? Well, I threw it away. Oh, Okay. Thanks, Mom. And then that's kind of liberating. <laughs> it, oh, it absolutely is. I wish that I could be better about that now than I than I am. But um, but the idea was that if you enjoyed the process, that was the important mm-hmm. part. So um, you don't need to keep all of the things that you've made. Again, I'm st- okay. I'm still working on that part of doing that. The other day, she was pulling out all of these Halloween things that I had made, going why do we have this and where is this from and you have to stop making so many things <laughs> she says job. to her daughter <laughs> whose job yeah. it is to I, I think uh-huh. the, the idea <laughs> there should be though make the things but let's not keep them all anyway she's not wrong right uh <laughs> but anyway um this idea of enjoying the process more than the product makes it so that you you know, not that you don't make things of quality. You know, you should still want to make something that is worth keeping. But if you're not enjoying making it, then what's the point of it? And also, it makes you really relax about certain kinds of things. For example, uh, in just a couple of days, I will be doing a tie-dyeing project with, I don't know, six or eight middle school students, which I know if they're listening right now, just my girls know that I really do love you and that's why we're going to be tie-dyeing together. But this could be scary. (laughs) Yeah, so the shirts will turn out as they're going to turn out. And as long as we all have a good time working on the process of tie-dyeing these shirts, that's all that really matters. But that's true for any kind of crafting with children. If, have you guys done a lot of... Oh, tie-dyeing, though. It's such a mess. I know. <laughs> it's... I, having been a public librarian um, at a... <laughs> yeah. Chronically understaffed branch of Chicago Public Library on the south side, I have done a variety of things with children. Yeah. With a variety of supplies or not supplies. Yeah, and sometimes... Lots of trash. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes the process is not the most pleasant but if they are enjoying it Mm -hmm. that matters i did um sharpie tie-dye shirts with my teens once that was cool because i could do that indoors yeah it's when oh yeah and then yeah you draw with a sharpie and then you use like a pipette of rubbing alcohol as a dropper 
and you they expand and it teaches kids a little bit about chemistry too yeah that's fun i've done that i wish we'd had this conversation before i bought all of the dyeing supplies (laughs) because that might have actually been a better opportunity a better way to do this hmm Hmm. all right thinking about that one now can i give you a a tiny bit of advice just in case you have not already thought of this um, you know those big blue tarps that you can get at the hardware store for, like, covering your boat or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Get one and put it down, and then you can wrap up the entire mess <laughs> and throw it away. But get one of the thick blue ones, because other if you just get one of, like, the thin painting tarps, yeah. it will rip. And then your mess will escape. That's a good yeah. idea. Well, and we we definitely. That is I learned great this tip. with teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. We had we had some tarps that I think all the all of the like three librarians at my branch. We just went in. We were just like, let's each buy a tarp and bring it. And I think those are going to be at my branch, literally forever. And I haven't worked there <laughs> in two years. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's worth it, and they're not expensive, and it's it's so very worth it. Yeah. Well, I'm mm-hmm. I'm also very thankful for the parent who offered up their garage for us to do this in oh that's <laughs> oh, yeah. so <Yes>. great <laughs> yeah and we're doing like now tie-dye you do like with the bottles of dye and you apply it onto the shirt yeah. as opposed to like vats of it where you're dunking it and so a little less it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> i yeah my uh my niece and her best friend when they were teenagers came to Came to visit, and we we did tie-dye in my living room and with the squirt bottles. And, well, in order to get things as saturated as you want to, you need to be real sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't think that my hardwood is dyed anywhere, so. It's good. Yeah. Anyway, so good luck Thank with that. You. And that'll be fun. I think it will be yeah, fun. Yeah, that'll be it fun. It will be, Yeah. And, and I mean, point. the kids yeah. will have a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, that's really the point of it. I I had different ideas in mind for things to do to get together, but this is what they wanted to do, mm-hmm. and this is about this is about them and their their excitement for this. So hey, we yeah. will. And we it's will like what they want to do. Yeah, that's yeah. half the work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's like that's like all the work. Well, yeah, we <laughs> we once had a slime party together as well, and we made slime together, and again. It was, yes. It was. Why can't I come to your parties? <laughs> uh, same parent actually hosted this, and they invited us back again for another mess. But um, it was. You must have cleaned up really well. <laughs> we I, actually, there was a point where I was afraid that we were going to be calling a plumber because the girls wanted to like wash like excess slime bits down the drain, and I was like, ah, stop, no. But um, no, the no. A, again, the process of making slime is so messy and crazy, and. <laughs> The resulting slime was so-so, but they had so much fun. So, uh, how about how about you? What crafty or not so crafty thing are you thankful for? I love that we're. It's like we're going around um, the Thanksgiving table. It's this is perfect. Ah, uh, we're so wholesome. We are so wholesome. <laughs> um, so the uh, the thing that I am thankful for is uh, that my friends and family all teamed up um, to make very, very introvert me have a really, really good uh, book release party for Improper Cross Stitch. Yay! Um, My mom flew in from Michigan so she could help, 
and we uh, we baked cupcakes. And my husband made sure, like, I, I now am the proud owner of a gigantic book cover that I, it's, it's huge, um, that I have no idea where, where I'm going to put it. Um, so all of my friends and family came together and knew that it was going to be really hard for me to, like, I'm, I don't, I'm not a big party person. I'm not a big crowds person. Um, but it was really important to me to have a book release party uh, for Improper Cross Stitch because it was my, you know, my very first yeah. book, and I, I felt like I would be bummed out if I didn't, if I didn't do it. And so, uh, Brooklyn Craft Company, uh, which is a store, in a store and sort of workshop space in Brooklyn, not hosted my event. Not to yeah. be confused with the Brooklyn Bunting Emporium. <laughs> it, it, it is not the Brooklyn Bunting Emporium, but I think they might be next door. Um, so they very graciously hosted, and it was really great. Um, there was standing room only. Oh my goodness, in, that's in awesome. the place. Um, not not for all of it, but like at the at the height of the at the event, yeah. there was. Like the place was was filled, and I didn't know two thirds of the people there. Oh my god! So yeah. it wasn't just my nearest and dearest <laughs> coming, and people came and they were excited and they and I signed books and people were making things. I I did a little stitch your own cat or stitch your own dog make and take, and people were just crafting and hanging out. And I looked around and. Like, all of these people who didn't necessarily know each other were all sitting around a table or standing around, like, half of them were sewing. And it was, it was really good, and I was really nervous about it, and I I am frankly quite relieved that it's, that it's over, and so thankful for how great both my friends and family and also just the public made me feel um it was it was uh, not at all what I was expecting I guess because I was being you know pessimistic in the way that um that people who are nervous about things are pessimistic but but people came and they had fun and they made things and it made me feel really great and I'm very thankful for it that's awesome. I wish that we could have been there for it. We were cheering you yeah. on. You were almost there, Molly. I was almost there. So you were close. like, what, two days? Yeah. Two days <laughs> earlier? Um, mm-hmm. But really, the the thing that I want to know is, how did you sign all those books? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, the ones for close friends um, were filled with, like, inside jokes and ridiculousness. But the ones that I signed just as as uh, as my standard was um, basically happy effing stitching, <laughs> but um, but with like the hashtag at sign exclamation point cute asterisk cute, cute. Um, yeah. and so that that was how I I did not. Uh, make any more Will Smith jokes. <laughs> uh, I, Dang it. I'm also now suddenly... I did talk about that on the podcast, yes. right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. And, okay. I made a, and I made one of those quotes for social media, too. Like, oh, right, right. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah. 
All right. I had to make sure that lived on forever. <laughs> well, and, and I didn't even share it on mine because, oh, my life has been crazy for <laughs> the past two and a half months. But I'm also realizing... I'm going to catch up on that. <laughs> I When I came to see you, I didn't bring my book with to have you sign it. And now I'm all disappointed. So I'm going to have to come back again. Well, did you say a curse word when you remembered you didn't have it? <laughs> no, because I just... Didn't just say now. a curse word. <laughs> it was while we were recording. I, <laughs> I I have I have words for you about blast That's right. or concerning. <laughs> Those are my favorites. Uh, curses. Uh, well, I just need to go to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, I'm the one who's not who's not at least within travel distance of uh, like reasonable travel distance of the two of you. So I need to come to yeah. Chicago. That's all there is. And to have it. Heidi and I gotten together or, since? We started a podcast together? No. no. We're like an hour and a no. half away. <laughs> and that's really funny since, Molly, you and I have now exactly. recorded in the same room. <laughs> yep. Which yep. was way more complicated technologically than it should have yeah, been. Yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. Well, it's it's me because I'm always the one bringing the technology issues. And so I just brought them with me. <laughs> I actually, I think I figured it out um, j- today because I was trying to avoid having it happen again. Um, I think that I needed to have the microphone plugged in before the headphones so it didn't default to the headphone microphone. Gotcha. Oh. I think that was the issue. Okay. But anyway. Behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. Not that you guys needed to know any of that. So Heidi, what are you yeah. thankful for? <laughs> Working technology. I'm just bringing, just bringing the train back to the station. Thank you. Over here. Wait, wait, no, we're not. We're we're celebrating. This is we're not shame. No shame. You um, back that train up. The the, the thankful train. Yeah, Ooh. I like that. I one. like that. Um. I feel like I feel like mine is so like Pollyanna-ish, but whatever. <laughs> oh, bring the Pollyanna. We we need we need a little uplifting. We do. Yeah. We do. <laughs> Counterbalance my mood. Come on. Um yeah, so I wow, that was a really great way to start a sentence. <laughs> well, listeners, <laughs> I am thankful for my friends and family. Um, who, because I've only been doing this full-time for a couple years. I probably sound like a broken record saying that. Um, but I'm really But also, thankful. holy cow, you've been doing this for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, that's full-time. crazy. That's crazy, yeah. Um, but I'm really thankful for all my family and friends uh, who, they are very supportive, um, even if they don't understand what exactly it is that I do for my job or how it's a job. Yes. <laughs> I um, mean <laughs> and I know what we do is like unusual and uncommon, but it's also I think the happiest I've been in my entire life. And I also really appreciate the people who maybe like extended family or friends that I'm not like super super tight with they might not get what I'm doing but at least they don't like they they have the courtesy to not like kind of put their hands on their hips and interrogate me about what I'm doing or like, or assume you're so, a housewife yeah or like how do you <laughs> not that there's up? anything wrong with that but that is simply not the fact <laughs> right. yeah that they think that I yeah like like 
how do you fill your days? Like, I was expecting <laughs> to get a lot of questions like that. <laughs> I really was. Or like, oh, did you just get into knitting when you lost your job? No, I, I left my job. <laughs> and I work really hard. <laughs> and a lot And of you hours. would like to have more yeah. hours in the day to get all the things done. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm really just thankful that there's people who are supportive, even if it's even and maybe especially if they don't totally understand what it is that we all yeah. do. I'm really grateful for those people. Yeah, it, it matters an awful lot. Yes. Yeah, because imposter syndrome is real. <laughs> and I think especially in a creative field. Yeah. Yeah, and especially if people don't think that what you're doing is work or don't recognize that what you're doing is work mm-hmm. and you're, like, not sleeping enough because you're trying to hit all these deadlines and then people don't, they're like, oh, it must be nice to make things all day. Yeah. It's like, and yeah, it, it is, but also that is not really how it yeah. is. <laughs> it, it must yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when I was a librarian and people were like, oh, you must read a lot. And I was like, actually, I almost never read. Um, I'm too busy trying to figure out how to make all of my programs for teens 12 to 18, which is a wide age age range, trying to make them all somehow STEM relevant and having to write a report on just what these kids learned. And I was like, I got 12 kids to show up to Mm tie-dye with a Sharpie. (laughs) Success. Um, and they I mean, it. and that's pretty impressive getting 12 <laughs> like teens to show up to do an activity. Yeah. yeah, and I worked at I worked at a triple gang boundary, so it's like a T intersection where there's gang, gang, gang. And yeah. we were on the corner. Ooh. Um I was oh. pretty proud of getting any kid to show up. Yeah. Especially if they were from the scary. other side of the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's also how I got burned out. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but now you just get to sit around anyway. and knit all day. So there you go. Yeah, it's great. That must be so relaxing, Heidi. <laughs> I just drink tea and watch Netflix. That's all I do. No, no I'm kidding. It's good life. I mean, <laughs> I also do drink tea and watch yes. Netflix while I'm working. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah, it's just not as relaxing <laughs> let's, as... Let's be honest that that is yeah. a thing. Yeah. yeah, it's just sometimes a little stressful while you do so. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, and w- yeah. Speaking of work, um, what are all of these? I promised in our in our little intro that one of the things we would be talking about is not work projects. Yeah, so the tie dyeing is definitely like my not work project. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm doing that, and I also am getting ready to make. Oh, shoot, I keep forgetting that I have to actually do this. <laughs> I'm glad we're talking about this. Uh, <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> Should we make you yeah. a list? Um, I'm helping my sister make a costume for a costume party. Not a Halloween party, but because um, we are recording this before Halloween. But um, yeah, so I'm making, helping her construct a Grecian goddess costume with fabric that I bought from Ooh. Mood while I was in New York. So that's my Ooh. that's my non-work project. But the tie dye certainly will be my crafty <laughs> endeavor. That is not work related. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just impressed that you found something at that you found something at Mood while you were here. It's almost impossible to find a to unless you're looking for something very like not so specific that you need an, an exact thing, but unless you're looking for a like a reasonably narrow yeah. very specific thing. It's almost impossible to just browse in Mood. Yeah, it's... Because there's just so There's so much. much. Although I have found 
uh, beautiful linen fabric that I just stumbled upon and bought for embroidery and that has worked out really oh, yeah. well. But but the linen section is actually relatively. It is. That's like the. It's like the. The kind of like the smallest <laughs> area where you can see the most of what they have uh, in one place. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and the tech fibers are right behind it, so it's not necessarily stuff that. It, it's not distracting yeah, and not overly crowded unless you need tech yeah. fibers. <laughs> yeah. As as someone who is very Midwestern and has never been to Mood, all I think of is Project One Way, and yeah. I assume that the only way you're allowed to shop in that store is with an escort from Tim Gunn and that Boston Terrier that they have. Uh, oh, Swatch! Spent, Swatch and was spent there. quality time with Swatch. He was and all then, passed out in the middle of yeah. um, in like the highest traffic area. Exactly, possible. Swatch was passed <laughs> yeah. out in the middle of it, like full, like. Like, so completely passed out that he didn't even move when people walked yeah, by. Yeah, he was at and the was base like of the stairs when I was there. Out. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. oh, dog, it's a uh, good thing that everybody knows that you're Swatch, there. Uh, <laughs> Swatch also came to Comic-Con, so I got to see him there as oh. well. <laughs> because I went to Comic-Con Yay. and totally geeked out, and, and it was awesome. But anyway, we're getting way off topic, <laughs> as we do. Cute. I mean, Swatch is kind of he on is. topic. He's so cute. He lives at Mood. So well, he doesn't well, live there, but... He practically does. He looks like he was... <laughs> I don't think he lives yeah, there. Yeah, no, I... I assume he, he goes He does, because I've been there when he was not there also, but... Ah, anyway, uh... Haley, yes. so, what has been your <laughs> yeah. non-work-related project you've been, uh, working on? My non-work-related project, um... Well, I've been I've been working on two that crochet project that I that I mentioned, which is I think called Hotel of Bees. It's a shawl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working on it, it forever. I've mentioned it before, uh, so I'm working on that. But I am about to start the Professor Meow sweater, and I can't remember if I I may or may not have mentioned it before. Um, but I ordered it as like my palette cleanser. Um, I ordered the kit from Nitpicks as my palette cleanser for, like, finishing um, the book release party, and I was on a a tight deadline for another book project, and so this is, like, my just-for-me ridiculous short-sleeved cat sweater. Uh, Sweater for persons. Persons? People. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Sweater for people with a cat on it. Not sweater for cats. Such a cute pattern. And and it's really cute. And so I'm going to start it this week. And um, it's by, in case anyone's interested, Claire Slade. And she as far as I can tell, wrote the pattern for nitpicks, and you can get it as a kit, and you can get it in multiple colors. Mm-hmm. Um, as a kit in multiple colors. You can also just get the PDF pattern if you've already got stash. But I decided I've never actually ordered a knitting kit before. Mm. Because it's... I, I'm sure that I have been sent kits from companies, but I've never ordered a kit because I wanted to make it. And so I ordered it, but then realized when it arrived, when I went to start it in like my taking a deep breath day after the party and after my my mom went back to Michigan, 
and immediately before my cat died, I had like this this moment of, ah, I'm going to start this. And then I didn't have the right size knitting needles. <laughs> so. Of all the things. Uh, I have, I mean, I don't know how I didn't have, what? It, it, it was a totally normal size of knitting needle. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it, I have, I ordered it. It exists. I also accidentally ordered the, the um, you know how we were talking about the flexi flips yes. mm-hmm. uh, by Addy, the like weird DPNs that are also, like very, very short circular needles. Yeah. Um, so I thought I was ordering those in the size, but it turns out I was not ordering those. I was ordering an entirely different brand because Addy doesn't make them that big. Oh. Um, and so then they showed up and I was like, what? What are these? And because they're a plastic tip and so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to see. Uh, okay. I will report back on, um, uh, on, on those and I, when, once I just, when, if I like them, I will disclose the name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so I, I'm making that, and I'm super excited. Uh, and I would like to know what color you got your sweater. Oh, I got it in the original color. So it's sort of um, like the body of the sweater is light grayish with a li- – it's, it's a warm gray. Okay. So it's not quite tan, yeah. um, but and, and it's very, very light. And then the cat is like a charcoal – Charcoal gray okay. color, mm-hmm. and so I got it in the in the normal ones. You could also get it in uh, black or or pink, and I don't you didn't like go with pink. pink? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that was such a cute face. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, the cat was the cat isn't pink in the sweater. The sweater's pink, and. and no, I don't like pink. And so I did not get the sweater in pink because it already, like, the original was the colors I would pick. And I usually, like, if I'm going to do somebody else's pattern, I usually feel inclined to put my own spin on it. And, but now I am making this sweater from the kit exactly as it is on the tin. And I am so excited. And I think I'm only, I think I'm going to be able to shorten it enough. And I don't think, because of the ease it's built in, I don't think I'm going to have to make room for my boobs. And I just, if I can make a wearable sweater out of this kit, I will be delighted. Yay, cross (laughs) your fingers. Yeah, so I'm doing that, and I'll I'll let you guys know how it's going. Because it's adorable, and I'm sure I will post a million pictures of me if it's wearable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. (sighs) Well, I, my thing, my other topic that I wanted to talk about isn't, I guess it's something I'm not making for a deadline because I made it in the past as a child. Um, I think that counts as not for a deadline. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So uh, our episode 13 of this podcast, which I think a lot of people, we've gotten a lot of really good feedback on. And it was childhood Halloween costumes. So apparently I'm still on this this tear. <laughs> well, I mean, you and all of us, because I know where you're headed yeah. with this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so 
if you followed along on social media following the release of episode 13, you'll have seen several photos of the three of us in various homemade or partially homemade Halloween costumes. Yes. And can I just say that that Annie costume that you were in, Molly, is the cutest (laughs) thing I have ever seen. Well, thank you. It was so cute. That was not not handmade, by the way, but uh, but it was... It it doesn't matter. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. If I do say so myself... That was probably one of my cutest Halloweens. And I don't know if we said this, but my dad dressed as Daddy Warbucks that year and like complete with a skull cap. <gasps> and he was like in tails and everything. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, we're like, <laughs> that is. Yeah, I don't want to take us off. <laughs> Everyone should go to our Facebook page and look at this photo of Molly. Anyway, yeah, sorry, sorry, Heidi. <laughs> no, you're all good. I am on Sudafed, so I'm fine. <laughs> Um, Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much how I feel. Um, So when I was a kid, uh, apparently I wanted to carry the wearing a costume spirit through the entire holiday season, not just Halloween. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, every year for a few years, would show up to Thanksgiving dinner at my grandma's in a pilgrim costume that I put together. Yep, guilty also. <laughs> Which is so weird. I, okay, I definitely wore this costume to school as well. Well, I uh-huh. I also had a pilgrim costume. Uh, I didn't make my own though, You're Heidi. So my mom weird. made it for me, but I, I this is I don't know anybody else who had a pilgrim costume as a child, and now here the three of us, and yeah. all three of us, and I mean. I will say that we as adults are not unaware of many of the problematic things associated with the pilgrims and Thanksgiving. Correct. Um, So we are... Yeah. We are very much aware that though this is a cute and funny childhood memory, it could cause some people to feel uncomfortable. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we are we are aware of of the implications and also of the native population yes. that was there and directly impacted. Correct. Thank you. Yes. But uh, yeah, so all three of us are weirdos who yeah. dressed as pilgrims for some reason. Tell me about your bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so the bonnet was origami. Um, I had, like, a nurse's hat that was done in origami, and I was like, this looks just like a pilgrim lady hat, obviously. Yes. <laughs> I think that was the basis of my costume. Um, and then I wore, like, a white button-down shirt that must have been from, like, a church outfit or something, because it looked like it fit me. And I think in the, fo- in, the, in the photo that I know I have, and will also post on Instagram and Facebook, um, I, the, the shirt appears to fit. It's like a white button-down shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, cause also that's clearly what pilgrims were wearing <laughs> while they were building oh, cabins and starving to death and being problematic. <laughs> um, and then for the skirt, I had, um, an, an adult size apron that I wore as a wrap skirt all the way around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a picture of me standing very straight and tall in my little pilgrim outfit, looking very, very chuffed with myself. Oh, so, yes. As you I, do uh, when you wear an outfit. I think mine uh, skewed slightly more Amish. I didn't have anything with buttonholes. Um, My outfit was a 
what would have been on an adult woman a very form-fitting black dress <laughs> um, that I got at, oh, what was the store? It was a mall store. I, I think Rave was what it was called. Um, and I definitely got it there because that was the only place I could find. Uh, I don't remember what research I had done, but I'm sure that there was some. <laughs> um, probably in, like, the 1954 Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> um, which I'm sure was helpful. But I definitely, like, my bonnet was uh, on the, the Amish prayer cop side of things. Mine, yeah. uh, <laughs> mine was probably made, actually, from a sewing pattern, like a simplicity sewing pattern, if I were to guess. Yeah. Uh, Yours was probably the most accurate. It, well, I mean, <laughs> mine was you know. <laughs> and I think it was kind of a um, muted brown-gray color and had a little handmade hat and the big collar and an apron and the whole thing. And if I recall correctly, I was excited about wearing it to Thanksgiving, but uh, I have some cousins and an uncle who aren't always the kindest. Uh-oh. And they, mm-hmm. uh, my cousins are older than me. Like my my aunt is fourteen years older than my mom, and so they're significantly okay. older. And they uh, they really were not very kind. But most specifically, Aww. I remember them calling me a Puritan, not a pilgrim, which, as an adult. Oh doesn't necessarily bother me but I remember it really bugging me as a child and I I know for a fact that they now I again as a child I wouldn't have known this but as as an adult like that's a really funny insult yeah I know like, <laughs> here's the thing like of all yeah, the things I, I'm quite certain that it would have been a kind of poking at the fact that I was maybe more sweet and innocent and a Puritan would be a little bit more straight-laced and proper uh-huh. and that would have been vastly amusing to them. So. <laughs> but I was oh, like five mommy. years old. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I'm like, mm, just let the kid be creative for Yeah, that sake. was not their But thing. also, I'm just imagining you in the costume, and it's so cute in my head. <laughs> I think, I mean, mm-hmm. I think all of these were probably so adorable. I don't think I will be able to find a photo of me in mine, but. I don't know if one exists of me. I definitely wore it multiple years in a row and wore it to both school and, um, uh, to family Thanksgiving. I assume there must be photos, but I don't remember any. Um, and I, w- I will go ahead and not send my mother on that particular <laughs> scavenger hunt. But uh, I was a little bit older. I was in, like, third grade, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, a kid, but but not I was not fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I was probably like 6 or 7. That was the peak of that phase. And just wait for the Christmas episodes listeners because oh, yes. there's more costumes. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I mean, I kind of never grew out of that phase. I just went straight into gothy high school. Mm-hmm. And so I still had costumes for everything. It's just that that was like I feel like people got weird costume fatigue it stopped being noticeable (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. but hey but you know unless 
you got dragged into the principal's office for wearing the wrong <laughs> costumey outfit on the wrong day, you got nothing on me. I'm a hardened criminal when it comes to wearing That's costumes right. to school. <laughs> I mean, at some point, I will tell you the story about how I accidentally dyed my hair pink and then had my first ever panic attack and also my first ever anaphylactic reaction in my principal's office as I went to tell on myself. Oh, no. Yep. (laughs) So, um, I'm no stranger to breaking the law. Well, then, at the same time, I will share my homeschool crafty getting into big trouble experience because that was the thing that I did. Oh, it's not nearly as I feel like we should make our our next episode getting in trouble. (laughs) Breaking the law. Okay. Break the law. I can I can go with that. (laughs) Anyway. the stories are already coming to mind. It's good. Okay. Okay. All right. So now that we have our next episode all planned out I think we should wrap this one up Uh (laughs) and let let our listeners be all ready for the the unofficial getting in trouble episode. <laughs> we have to do it now. <laughs> now, now we yeah. really do. Uh, and I guess, like, hair dye is, is crafting, yes. right? I mean, it's basically tie dye right. on your head. Which yeah. is exactly what happened, which was the problem. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't tie dye, but. Okay, all right, we're saving yeah. it all. We're I'll tell you now. <laughs> I, I, and, and mine, just as a little preview, involve more DIY body modification. Oh, <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> Sorry in advance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. Ooh, I have piercing stories. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm in. <laughs> uh, so I was going to say, like, so let's, like, not get into trouble and have a good rest of the day. But actually, I think, go ahead, get into some crafting trouble this week, because it'll all be in the episode next time. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, exactly. And if you guys get into trouble, tell us. Yeah, about absolutely. It. Yes. Oh, can we call? Can we? Can we call the whole episode like the train of shame? Just that. <laughs> that was yes. Just call the episode train sure. of shame. <laughs> I, I, I said that sentence so weird. <laughs> Sorry, I blame Sudafed. Yes, I, I think yes, we, we can, can do that. that. Okay. <laughs> I need to go and take a nap or something. <laughs> All right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, and so on that brilliant note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well done. Uh, All right. So have a great day, ladies. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Yes. Thanks, guys. We did it. Yeah. Yay. Bye. 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 Loved this episode of the Very Serious Crafts podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated.